welcome back to the program known as What's the Tea Podcast. He's Archer the Edgy. And she's Nick Jew. Go ahead, because you have way too much energy in your spirit <laughs> for this not to be one of these sort of like historical <laughs> shenanigans. And so I feel like let's, let's just get on to the get on. I mean, a lot of a lot of things have transpired since we last spoke. So many people. things. Uh, like January was a particularly messy month, especially for men. And I try to stay out of men business, so I was mostly just on the sidelines giggling because I don't care about guns and money and whatever else at <laughs> football or whatever men care about sure. so for me i was like it, i mean the whole cat williams thing kind of kicked it off oh my god that was january yeah i think lord have mercy i know so they're obviously in the last like 24 hours a bunch of shit has transpired that i definitely feel like the people want to hear our opinions about. <laughs> uh-huh. For a reason I cannot fathom, but apparently Yeah, apparently your 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 mentions were blowing up last night. <laughs> the brand is strong. We'll get to that. Uh but first, uh what's the tea? Um I mean Come on. Mhm. Don't 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 make me say it. I mean, which one? Because this, this ain't Texas. Okay, but, okay, first. Okay, let's, okay. So, first, the Grammys happened, right? Did they? I I want to say one thing. I said it right like that just now, and I will never, ever say it again on microphone. The millennial right has taken over all forms of media. What the fuck is the millennial right? I just illustrated it for you. Don't make me do it again. <laughs> Every form of media I watch or listen to has been overtaken by this new vocal catch and I hate it with the entirety of my spirit hit my fucking theme music this don't make no goddamn don't make no no goddamn sense Uh, so somebody will be talking. I'm so mad at myself. Just, just having, just talking. And there's a couple of different ways that people use it. And some of them don't bother me, but some of them, it makes my spirit ascend to the fiery depths of hell with rage because it sounds like the person thinks that they're smarter than everyone else but it's the newest vocal catch i don't know who started it i don't know who brought it into prominence but i cannot escape it it's every fucking correspondent on msnbc podcasters are using it it's this uh so i'm just talking to you right uh-huh we're having a conversation, right? We are having a conversation. And I keep saying, right? And some people use it as a question, right? Uh, other people use it to connect two thoughts, right? Uh, <laughs> I fucking hate it. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Not like a bad. Maybe like a year and a half ago, I noticed it for the first time. Like I have legitimately unfollowed creators for it because, and listen, I sit here as a native Californian. I say like, 
1,500 million times a day. But I have been saying like as a vocal catch since I learned to speak. Sure. But all of a sudden, right? Uh-uh. No, what you're not going to do is this. Everybody's doing it. And unfortunately for you, if it doesn't bother you or you haven't noticed it, you will now. Right? Yeah. And see, in that form, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> well, because it's an actual question. Right. Would you, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, okay. So let's start at the beginning. The Grammys happened. Again, I ask, did they? Which I didn't watch. I viewed uh, an assortment of minutes. I did watch Victoria Monet's very long speech. She said, "Y'all gonna give me this. Y'all gonna give me this damn platform." Mm-mm. Um, I didn't. I did not realize that she is the reason why I'm. Well, a huge portion of the reason why I'm a Mocha Grande. Wait, what? I didn't know she wrote Seven Rings. Oh, baby girl. She wrote the the pins. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. She wrote Do It. She, she, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. The the lady, the lady can write. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I've loved her music for a very, very long time. Um since someone introduced me to her to Jaguar in like 2019, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy to think that like someone I've been spinning the fuck out of on Spotify five years ago, just now won best new artist, but right. <laughs> let, let me go back to my old faithful. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's contagious that's why everyone's doing it um i same thing you had kind of turned me on to her and then um my friend t played uh we might even be falling in love Mm -hmm. we did a uh like your top five songs under three minutes and i think that was one of his and i was like this is incredible this is fucking amazing yeah yeah no there's um you can also tell, you can tell the children who studied at uh, Rayana University, and she definitely um, stacks like she has paid attention to Brandy, and mm-hmm. that's, that's always a fast track to standship in my book. She also is an incredible live performer. The lady can dance, down. the body is bodying, yeah. and like, yeah, yeah. And she favors Megan. Oh, 100%. Someone said they have the same face card, just in different fonts. Mm-hmm. And it never declines. Never. She won three Grammys on that night. I know. And her daughter is so cute. Hazel. Yeah. Hazel looked like she was ready to fight on the red carpet. She was like, why y'all talking to my mama like this? Why are you in my mama face? Why? <laughs> uh, and my, my good Judy Solana took home a bunch of grammys she i mean a uh a bunch of the the side side category was not any of the general ones which right i have my own feelings about but i'll leave that alone right even though she did be alex isley and i was like Ugh, but you know snooze is a great song snooze is a fucking amazing song i um 
I had planned on trying to watch the ceremony later on, but then I just lost interest and now I don't care. But I do want to say uh, that lady husband caused a lot of um, conversation. You know you're that bitch when you cause all this conversation. I'm going to tell you right now, Botus, Beyonce of the United States, uh-huh. she keeps the girls talking. I even just, when she's not on program. <laughs> even when she is doing covert advertisement for her upcoming album that she knew was dropping in two Sundays, everybody was talking. Mm-hmm. The Grammys was basically a fucking Beyonce meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Everybody Meryl wore Street. their picture taken. Mm-hmm. Meryl was drunk auntie in, in Beyonce face. Little Orphan Annie. Uh, Isis Spices. She's another one. She was being messy on the internet. A girl posted, a uh, quote tweeted one of her performance videos, like saying that she needed, you know, artist development or something. Cause she basically just stands there. And this is where I sit on it as the auntie in the situation. Uh-huh. Come on, auntie. I don't have a problem with Isis Spices as a performer. She don't do nothing. Like, yes, mama, no, get- she don't do nothing. <laughs> yes, mama, give us nothing. Give us nothing. Shake that ass and give us nothing. Because I don't know a lot of the new male rappers, but I don't see them. MC Hammer, 50 million dancers in the big old band. Where your one, two step, where your costume changes. These dudes ain't out here doing much more. I mean, equality. In mediocrity. Shout out to Rod. <laughs> I just wish, I mean, I do, I I know that you are a fan of uh, sexual rouge. Um, <laughs> not, not her. I like that one song, but she's foolish. <laughs> I know that you use her music sometimes, um, but I wish that Tatiana the young lady on TikTok just had that song on her own because her remake of I don't even know what the song is called. I don't is that a sexy rare song? Isn't it? Whose song is it? Been that ass over. Hands on your knees. It sounds like sexual let, your, let that coochie breathe. It I, I don't know who else would be talking about vaginal respiration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, yes, it is a song by the Child Hider. Um, yeah, I'm about to say this. Not this. She fe- she own it, but this feature um, and as well as Solana. Yes. Yeah, but uh, the little the lady on uh, TikTok, her version is the best version of the song. She's uh, on TikTok singing a bunch of other things too. She's incredible. I she hope can somebody sing. slide her a uh, record deal. Um, so the only thing I wanted to say about that is people have really unrealistic expectations of celebrities because people were like, "He's supposed to be above it." And da, 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 da. I'm sorry, that's his wife, right? And did he lie? No. It's those people who will say shit like calling someone a fucking capitalist as pejorative on Twitter from their iPhone. What are you doing? From their, in their gentrified apartment. Like, what are you doing, fam? What are you talking about? Oh, Lord have mercy. I know. But it's, it's, it's a way that people can feel, um, 
not indicted by their own complicity in the system because ooh, 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 ooh. because they think they have less access to you know power but you're still participating in the system so like out damn spot you know what i mean and there are people who are participating in the system and don't do the shit that we do i know people who don't have a smartphone they have like a phone because they kind of have to yeah but they don't have ipods and ipads and a mac but like there's a way to participate as much as you need to in order to survive and i don't think anybody on twitter is doing that i don't think anyone on twitter has um i was gonna yeah i i don't think anyone anyone on twitter yeah unless you are solely like a journalist or this is an activist space or you know whatever but um aubrey put a pin put a pen miss right there do i have um yeah you do Uh, so the grammys whatever i was not i don't not that i don't care i think that it is interesting the way that people discredit that because they don't award to our people or our favorite artists and i think that it's unfair because as those artists in that community it is the highest honor that in the american music award of their craft so of course they care about it and i think that it's okay as a fan of music to think that it is kind of appalling that taylor swift has more grammys than stevie wonder i'm sorry i feel like i could say that without being her biggest hater yeah, I mean, I think I, I don't I don't totally understand the rationale behind a lot of these like best of awards. Like, let us let us remember that Green Book won the Oscar for Best Picture. Yeah. And and I, I my hunch, I could be one trillion percent incorrect, but I don't think I am. Is that like, unless you are Beyonce and previous to Beyonce, Quincy Jones, the number doesn't really matter. All Wait, that matters. What was your issue with Green Book? Huh? What was your issue with Green Book? I I um I didn't enjoy it, and I thought. Oh, I did. Oh, oh, that's good. And Mahershala was wonderful. He was so understated and like Mahershala is always wonderful. That is, those things are not mutually exclusive. I think that the Oscar. This is something that has happened over the last. It's the uh, American idolization of Broadway. It's the Titanicification of the Oscar. <laughs> the Titanicification. Uh huh. Okay, Professor Nick Jew, come on, break it down. Uh, in this yeah. essay, I will. <laughs> Once they allowed a film like Titanic to dominate the Oscars, things changed. You allow a blockbuster box office popcorn movie to win that many awards, things change. Technically, I believe that movie deserved every technical award that it got. But that movie was so boring. The script was garbage. If you take a shot every time they said Jack or Rose, you would be dead (laughs) less than 90 minutes into the film. We could talk about it. Everybody know what I'm finna say. It was enough room for him on that motherfucking door. It was absolutely enough room for him on the motherfucking door. They could have sank the ship in real time and it would have been more interesting than whatever that was. I, sure. 
Sure. I saw that movie for free and I wanted my time back. <laughs> so ever since that, I think even this year, I think that there have been some very compelling performances, but sometimes I'm watching things and I'm like, this is what is Oscar worthy performance now. Hmm. What, what, hmm. what are the ones? I mean, I know you did not like poor things. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, what, what was the other one that you were like, uh-uh. It wasn't exactly the, it was just the, the outrage around Barbie, uh, that I found interesting. I think that Ryan was incredible in that movie. It is so rare for the Academy to recognize a comedic performance, um, that that's a huge thing that hardly anybody's talking about. I, I didn't love the movie as much as everyone else but that's that is to be expected i wasn't a barbie girl all of my barbies ended up looking like weird barbie um <laughs> why because i just i didn't like the doll I, oh. like give give me something else oh you were marking her it wasn't like your it wasn't your brother yeah no i i tore her up <laughs> i I am I am one of the three people in America who doesn't love Margot Robbie as an actress. I didn't find her compelling as Barbie, and I thought the movie lagged in the third act. I think that the ensemble was really fun and incredible, but I didn't finish that movie and go, this is amazing and everyone involved should be awarded for their work. I do believe firmly that that, Oscar, that Golden Globe that they won for like making a bajillion dollars at the box office very much deserved. It was an amazing campaign. It got people very excited. There was a spirit in the world of women just being like, hi Barbie to each other for a really long time that I fucked with, but I didn't love the, the film. I and also think that- And she's 0 for 2 for me, for Greta. Oh, sure. I also think the the real achievement, yes, the directing is a massive achievement, but the screenplay of being able to sort of take, like, a doll with no meaningful, like, existing IP and make it that story, I think, is an actual achievement. And, you know, it's a stacked category, but I, I think she... It was so on the nose for me, though. I, it was just so... I called all the shots. Really? The balls and the strikes from the beginning of the movie. And I don't typically watch movies that way. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but America was the in my opinion in my opinion, the emotional center of the film. Mm-hmm. It was her journey that we were tracking. That's true. Um, I just think that Margot cried prettily a lot. Oh. Lord, the lady done got me. They Jesus. get you, gal. She cut the damn lights off. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's a bad actress. I just am not uh, moved by her work. Yeah, it's not your, it's not your judge. Um, I saw Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh huh. I think that Lily. Her performance is so understated and there is a quiet confidence to her for about two thirds of the film. The real work is in her descent into madness when she was on her sick bed, which I found compelling. Um, but overall, I, I, again, 
the, all the announcements had already come out by the time I saw the movie. So I think I went in with an expectation for her to knock my socks off. And I was like, she was really fucking good. Like she's, she's in this movie with some giants of our time and she stood her ground. Yeah. But was I like sign her name across the statue? No, <laughs> but when she wins, will I be happy for her? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think my relationship to awards, it, it's just, it's different. Like, I I understand what it means for all of the people involved. And I think there's a kind of, like, remove you kind of have to have, especially knowing how often academies get it wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's just like, oh, you know what? I'm going to be, uh, pro- like, protectively detached from this result and be happy that, like, the true honor is getting nominated for people Agreed. like Jeffrey Agreed. Wright, who's never had a fucking Oscar nomination before, which is which madness. Is crazy to me. I've seen American fiction now twice um, because I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Um, but this is only Paul Giamatti's second Oscar nomination. Which is crazy. Which to is me. crazy. I think American fiction, so the first time I saw it was in the theater and the white people were laughing a little too heartily for my liking. Okay. So the first third of the movie, I was having that moment of when I had seen Scottsboro Boys. That you had whiplash every time somebody laughed. You're like, who who was laughing at that? Not even that. It was just, I was annoyed. And it felt, the first third of the movie, it was hard on me. And I really well, didn't yeah. There's lean... some challenging things that happen. Sure, I, I really didn't lean into the comedy of it until like the thing happens. Um, but then I found myself watching it at home, laughing heartily out loud so many times. It was so much easier of a movie to enjoy outside of a shared space. Yeah, because there were point there was three black people in the movie theater. There was only like twelve people in the whole theater, but there were like three other black people besides me in the theater. Two of them were with white partners, one uh, woman, one man, and then me and another black man by ourselves. And there, there were certain points that I was the only person laughing in the theater. That's crazy. Yeah. But at home, I was cracking the fuck up. And the thing <laughs> about that movie that is, you know, obviously, I believe Sterling is a, a giant of our generation. He's one of the greatest actors of our time. And this role for him is different, at least to me, than anything he's ever done. And I think that I'm so excited for for him to be given this nomination. Totally. But the part about it that is irking the depths of my spirit is that no one is talking about the women in that film. Correct. I think Erica Alexander was truly baby, baby, like at her best baby, knowing her as a comedic actress and seeing the, the care with which she handled this. Role. I, I don't know these black people TM, but I know these people. Uh huh. And Leslie Uggams. When she, when Erica said that um, line, she was like, is he your ex? And she said, no, but he's about to be. Baby, when the mama was like, I'm just happy you're not white. She said, me too. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> Leslie Uggams, bro. Leslie Uggams, are you Dude kidding is me? busting out all, all over, over. all over the yeah. It's just a great fucking film. I I I really really enjoyed it. Oppenheimer is next on my list. Um, Nyad, baby, Nyad. You I mean, want to talk about two? actresses going toe to motherfucking toe for two and a half hours Annette Ben Benning bitch fuck what you Jody heard. Jody Ben Foster Ben Foster fuck what you heard baby it's a it's a great year I think that that uh you know there are some huge snubs and oversights I believe that the entire industry is racist and owes tiana taylor an apology for not watching a thousand one because i believe if anyone saw that film there's no way she doesn't get recognized for her work yeah it's also you know it's like part of it is about campaigning and like studio support and it's all again like it's such a it's 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 a little bit disheartening because you're like oh this is just a machine to serve itself mm-hmm. um, and some and sometimes good things can happen Word. but I think that's also why what I was saying earlier about like a kind of remove from the expectation because it's like oh this this is this is a meaningful moment for these people but like be even being in the conversation is enough because like that will probably get her another offer for something else and she'll it already has exactly it already has it it just ever since you told me that then people don't have to watch all the films that are nominated i got it everything made sense to me Mm -hmm. because i say this lady name wrong every time davine 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 the reason why i think she has a solid chance of winning is because she's in a white movie and well, they and love Paul Giamatti. She's won every precursor. I I think that that award is basically wrapped up. Well, you know how they do sometimes, though. They'll give somebody all the precursor awards, Angela Bassett, mm-hmm. Denzel Washington, and then give that Oscar to somebody else. Yeah, I I I hope I hope they don't do that this year. But yeah, it's. I think you have to divorce yourself from the outcome, like you said. The honor is being nominated. For me, seeing people whose work I enjoy getting to have their name spoken in the same sentence as other people in the industry Mm -hmm. is what I am there for. It is disappointing when we are ignored or passed over or not given the awards when I feel like we deserve them. But I think that especially for somebody like Davine. Uh-huh this she's already been working her ass off and everything she's done has been amazing she played the whoopi goldberg part in ghost the musical did she yeah and i i really just wish that she and danielle hadn't had this moment in the same year but it's that that classic yale versus juilliard bullshit they be loving to do yeah and even for me with the color purple i know they didn't watch that fucking movie because I believe Fantasia was incredible in that movie. Fantasia? Come on. You you want to talk about how you sing on film to get an award? Yeah, totally. Totally. I think I think Taraji? Come on. This this year is a is a tough year. I think care some people think that Carrie Mulligan 
was the sort of like odd person out in terms of the best actress category, but like Annette was incredible. incredible. Lily's performance was incredible. Did you see Anatomy of a Fall? No, that's on my list. I, I want to watch Maestro and I, I want to watch Poor Things. Yeah, I, I just, I think it's, you know, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough year. And, and I think you look at other years that have been soft that you're like, oh shit. But actually yeah. like, you know, solid years are better for the industry. So Agreed. We, Agreed. we just, we, you we, know, we, I like it when it's a bunch of movies I haven't seen. And, I and now <laughs> so I can, I could be like, yeah, this is prestigious. <laughs> if I see that, <laughs> they're slumming it. If I know all the damn movies, Oppenheimer is <laughs> on my list too. I have, a, you know, I still have a handful of things to see. I will say that even though Robert De Niro has z- less than 0% of a chance at that award, he was great in Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, it was very, um, it was hard to watch. I was like, Martin Scorsese put his motherfucking foot in that movie. That last shot, girl. It was beautiful. Girl, he put his foot in that movie. It was beautiful. I, I, it, that that award is is uh, that award is Christopher's because he's never won it before. But I, which is yes. crazy. Again, again, you know, like yeah. they get it, they get it wrong so often. So you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, we'll see, girl, we'll see. And then, so Monique, how going on Club Shay Shay? Jesus. It was it was very difficult for me to get through that Cat Williams interview because I despise Shannon Sharp. Uh huh. Somebody said he sounded like a comic book character from the forties. Bye. Um, how, where, where's the hang up button at? Mm-mm. And I, whenever I, I try to be, uh, I try to craft my words carefully when I speak about him because I don't want it to sound like anti-blackness or that I'm shading Southern people. The accent is not the issue for me. It's the CTE for me. He can't help that. That's not his fault. I don't care. <laughs> Shut up talking to me. He's a bird. A big bird. Not a bird. A bird. He's a bird. He has the most 1996 views of women. Him and Ocho Cinco get on that podcast and he, uh, 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 but if I want to order, she want to order some, she better get the steak or else I got to fuck or whatever. Like, uncle, go it, sit down it's somewhere. Not, it's not, it's not the best look. Go sit down. The fuck? You want to have a conversation about body count? Weren't you a professional football player? Body count? Jump up my ass, Shannon. <laughs> it's not the best look. Uh, cat. How how do you deal with toxic women, nigga? Shut up. <laughs> how do you deal with the fact that this man came on your show and fucking dogged walked you? He was throwing so many digs at Shannon that went over his head because he's not smart. Oh, Lord. But then when Monique came on, it was a different vibe. He felt like 
he was asking better questions and she was still throwing digs at his ass too. You can tell when they about to get his ass when he asks a dumbass question and they relate it to football because they're like, this is going to think your tiny ass brain right. has the ability like, to comprehend. If James has two apples. <laughs> right. right. Uh, first of all, Monique is fucking gorgeous. That lady is so pretty. My God. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'm going to say about that, because I feel like the topic has been exhausted at this point, I the internet went bananas when this lady compared herself to Melissa McCarthy. And I, I simply tweeted, y'all don't like her personality. But as far as resume and skill set, the comparison is apt, period. I, I would I would even venture to say Monique has more range than Melissa. I don't know. But I do know that they were trying to say she don't have the physical comedy. Did you watch the Parkers or were that's, you asleep? Yeah, you're, that's like, stop Don't insult me. Yeah, don't insult me. If you don't like the lady, say, just say that. If you weren't alive in the 90s to or the early aughts to watch the show, just say that because like, Girl, you that should be on, on TV every damn weekend. It, yeah, it, you sound dumb. She had the best description of it. She and Countess were on their Laverne and Shirley. Like, don't do not do Monique. Don't play with her. Don't well, play she, with her. She said, she was like, I people have, were trying to be my Professor Ogilvy in all the towns that I in went in. I wanted to slide in Nicole Byer DMs like, you hear this, girl? I hear you in your podcast talk about you on men don't ever want to fuck you. Monique said the men be wanting to fuck her. Okay. She said, I had a, she's like, I'm not a hoe. I just have a friendly pussy. A friendly, a friendly vagina, honey. You know, listen, I don't, the only, that's the only thing I really wanted to say about that. And the fact that Shannon was like, how many times and ways was he going to find to call this lady fat and giggle afterwards? Like, why don't you grow up hip hop Barney? (laughs) You are not a fan at all and i i made the comparison i was talking to rod and a couple other people of like how being difficult has never stopped a bag for anyone and my only examples at the time were men misbehaving on set and i i think that like in general because i know actors and i'm gonna bite my tongue so very hard I know that they are difficult to work with in all aspects. It blew my mind to know that men negotiated their salary in theater spaces with me. I had no idea. And it wasn't like a nice negotiation. It was a very tense one. At at many times, holding entire productions in hostage until they got what they wanted. So my examples that I gave on Twitter were only of men like yelling on set and shit. But what I mean in real life is I know with my own eyes, many difficult men who still manage to be successful. Uh, Being difficult have never stopped nobody from getting a bag. No, and and it's this idea that like it's 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 never is it's not a zero sum game, and of, of course this conversation is like infinitely more nuanced than people want to have because like people want a hot take for engagement or whatever, but making fifty thousand dollars for an Oscar for a movie that you eventually win an Oscar for and you don't get paid to fly all over the world to promote it, which means you are footing your own bill. And even if you're not footing your own bill to travel all over the world, you are working and taking yourself out of other professional opportunities to promote a thing that you've already completed 
and like have done your contractual obligations for like that's not that's not a fair expectation and the fact that she and sydney were asking for it and for everyone treating them like it was unreasonable is to me proof of the fallout that happened with the industry during 2020 a bunch of artist friends i know me and you will have a conversation and you'll tell me some shit that is totally normal in the industry and i'm like that's illegal like that's against labor laws at my job if somebody did that to me i would fucking sue mm-hmm and so god forbid they shake up the industry i mean venus williams by being difficult got people paid more so i don't think it's that far-fetched to be like no this is unreasonable i can't afford this yeah i i, I and just... more people should do that mm-hmm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And she's, I think the thing that she said, one of the things that she said that I thought was really meaningful and, you know, like uh, she's, she has since walked back a couple things that she said and like has owned and apologized and like all like. There's some inaccuracies and she went off the motherfucking rails a couple of times. Like of she, I'm not, I'm never going to sit here and say I have full chested, full throated support of her and all of her actions because she has done and said some shit that I simply cannot stand by but as far as her talent you're gonna give monique her things and the spirit of of what the genesis of all this is is like is unfair but she said she was like the the main difference between how people responded to the color purple situation and my situation is that like it is easier for people seeing someone break down than to see them being supported by their partner, especially. Well, yes, yes. Sorry, go ahead. And like, and that's, you know, and sure, yes, there's nuance. It's complicated. It's not a zero sum game, but I, I, yeah, I just, I, I wish people could, could think again. I saw a lot of people who blamed Taraji for the film tanking who that's said, so dumb who said we don't want to hear a millionaire crying so I didn't see the warmest of receptions for her oh I, and I, I'm talking about us sure 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 yeah that that stuff makes me sad and and people are just not smart but that's okay also um Monique told that man he needs to date older women. She said, you need somebody, you need somebody who can make you a, a pound cake naked and stop chasing after these young, these young girls. Yeah, she agreed to a lot of his bullshit and the shit they were saying about Tiffany Haddish. She, it was like, you had me in the first half and then y'all went off the rails. So I'm not like, T, Monique, all I'm saying is y'all acted like the lady cussed when she said, compared herself to Melissa McCarthy. And I fully agree with her. No, now, they're, they're peers, 100%. Yeah. And now, do she have Tyler Perry on tape saying that he was telling people that she was difficult to work with, which may have been his experience, but he he did say that he shouldn't have said that shit. And that, what he whispered to who he whispered it to in conjunction with the fact that she happened to be in the same conversation as Oprah, and Oprah was like, I'm going to produce the film and take the role if you believe Monique's side of the story, um, I can understand why she feels the way that she feels. I don't, I think that maybe given what we know of her, would she have ruined her own career? Probably. Sure. Probably. But I don't think it's fair for Tyler Perry to have gone around and told people that she was difficult to work with. 
Yeah, I, I, it's all, it's all very sad. But you know what? All's well that ends well. She about to go on, she got some tour dates with Cat Williams. Good for her. Good for him. Good for them. Hakuna Matata. Uh, Okay. What is the damn tea? Okay. 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 Yesterday was the Ursher concert. I didn't care about the Super Bowl. Did you watch any of the game at all? Sorry, there was a game yesterday? Right. Uh, You know, I hate the 49ers. I don't really care about football anyway. So there, I had no plans on watching the game. I had. I was rooting for the Lions all season, and uh, they got very close. And I was very heartbroken when they did not uh, win the AFC Championship. I was among the contingent that was like, we could have had the blackest Super Bowl in American history. Are you talking about Patrick Mahomes when you say that? What do you mean? Is as part of the blackest Super Bowl, or are you? No, talking about, I'm talking, oh, about, talking the about the Ravens and the, and the, the Lions. Lions. Yeah, yeah okay. uh, no, that always confuses me. I'm like, are y'all? Uh, is he? I know that we're not discounting. He is black. He is of the diaspora, but he's a little more Kermit than Cavante. You know what I mean? He, he's a marble red. <laughs> but he no, I was, I was, I was rooting for uh, Baltimore and Detroit. Um, and I, I could have accepted uh, Detroit and Kansas City, but Kansas City and San Francisco, I was just like, oh, I'm just fish grease hot. Yeah, I wasn't going to watch it regardless. But uh, I turned on the television shortly after the game had started because I wanted to see a little bit of the Nintendo, Nintendo girl, Nickelodeon, Nintendo. the Nickelodeon broadcast. And I saw a whole 30 seconds of it. I thought it was super cute. And then it went to commercial, and baby, 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 when I tell you that motherfucking wicked trailer, bitch. Yeah. You know I don't go up for for Mrs. Lena. But yeah. baby, baby, when I tell you I hit a lap in my fucking living room, I, that shit is going to be four and a half hours long because them hoes is going to sing every riff. And every run. And I'm sure it will get on the entirety of my nerves. But the trailer they cut together, when I tell you I am excited. I could have done without that last run, but I'm excited for everything else. I think that probably in context, because the run was a little jazzy, it makes me think that the whole song is going to be on the jazzier side, which excites me a little bit. Yes, I think they were trying to do a, a, a wish I could yeah when i tell you that lady is going to sing the wizard and i down to the gristle bitch (laughs) baby when i tell you them hoes is going to garble down on fucking defying gravity for good bitch well for good is in movie two which we will not see until like 2029 Right, child, we're not even going to be here. It's, we're going to be breathing in, in tubes and shit. <laughs> Listen, I'm excited. You it's going to be like motherfucking Wally, bitch. You're going to be floating yeah, in them space Yeah, and seriously. Shit. I, well, if we even get to see it, because we're going to be <laughs> right, enslaved. We're yeah, right. we're going to be enslaved and shit, because niggas were mad. We're going to be the damn Soylent Green people. Right, <laughs> down to the... um. What they call it in the Handmaid's Tale. We're going to be the damn Winkies in the Wiz. 
<laughs> yeah, but I was very excited about that. I caught it right at the time. Then I turned it back off until Usher came out. Okay, Usher, Raymond, the fourth, the fourth, Usher. It was giving cocaina oh. at the top, and I <laughs> loved it. <laughs> it was giving Teddy P. My eyes didn't know where to look. Somebody said he. They posted a picture of four people and they were like he said it was Marvin Gaye, Teddy P, James Brown and um Michael Jackson. That tracks. He was so fucking good. He Usher have been fine my whole life. My uh, whole life. Every time I see me and Bridget was talking about this on Twitter, she was like every time I see him it's like the 13-year-old girl in me jumps out. And it's the same feeling for me from the my way video when he was dancing on them motherfucking cars. And he and I are the exact same age. There's like five celebrities right now that we're all just about the same age. I'm a little older than Brandy, but we would have graduated high school like maybe same year. Depending on birthday, she probably a year after me. Her, Claire Danes, Ursher. And it's one other one, but we're all like the exact same age. So I have, I have known Usher the majority of my life as an entertainer. So this moment for me, it's always wonderful for me when somebody performs and I know all the songs. Yeah. And he gave us a live vocal the entire time. The on roller skates, he said, watch me now. And I think what we missed at home, which I'm not mad about is they controlled the crowd noise so we couldn't hear the people filling in the vocal parts when he would drop out. But I guarantee you every time he dropped out, the whole stadium had him on the on the vocals. A hundred percent. Because like, I just remember the disrespect and shenaniganry of people thinking that he didn't have a catalog to fill. That's crazy to me. The halftime show. And they extended it and he still didn't sing everything. Baby, he could barely get through a verse of every song. He had to, like, cut verses in half. Yeah, like... When I tell you when that shirt came off, baby... Don't meet me there, beat me there. When he did the little section with the, like, pop locking and the microphone... Baby, I levitated. (laughs) 10 out of 10, no notes. Wait a minute, bitch, I got a note. No, you don't. Nope. Skip, skip, skip. I have one note. What is it? Two notes. Three what notes. Is, what is it? The majority of the first part of her verse. <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me start. Let me start here. I'm a child of God. I love all of God's children. Y'all know I don't really dislike that lady. The beef is fake. The beef is between her and God because she don't know she an alto. Somebody said Ursula took her voice when she took that man husband. I'm here to tell you, you cannot take somebody's husband. That man cheated. We're not going to put the blame on the person who didn't make the vows. He left. And her and Mashonda have been cool for a decade. So what we not going to do is call that lady an adulterer. She didn't adult shit. Well. We're going to talk about the motherfucker that took the vows. If we're going to talk about anybody. My beef has always been the fact that you write music with your hands. With your hand on a key. Your last name is the instrument you purport to use to create these songs. And you will and refuse to write songs in a key that is comfortable for you to sing live. Refuse. 
last night, so the whole thing started when they announced that she was going to be there and people are like, I'm mad. I'm I'm like, of course she's going to be there. They're going to do my boo. Like, obviously she's going to be there. The, it was a the, massive song. The opening image was so fucking gorgeous. That fabric floating in the air. Alicia was wearing that cat suit. You want to talk about thick? Mm-hmm. As racial tension after lift every voice and sing, got sung. She Listen. looked the fuck good. Period. But when she opened her mouth and she went up on those first three notes, the whole internet was like, where Nick Jew? I'm like, y'all ain't shit. Everybody was like, at Nick Jew, at Nick Jew, at Nick Jew. I'm not praying on this lady downfall. I hate that for her. It was a huge moment. And Usher was so sweet. And the internet, because y'all are some dirty, rotten scoundrels trying to turn that into a cheating moment. She, she, he was comforting his friend because I'm sure he thought she felt bad about the first part of that song. Yeah, because everybody heard it. Ooh. Everybody Baby. heard it. Baby girl, everybody heard oh. it. That's what you get for writing that song that fucking high. There's no reason. There is no reason. It just, it doesn't, it, it didn't, you could go like, and because you wrote the song, you could go down a whole situation. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you made it hard for yourself, girl. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. But I that's don't okay. understand. She, if I uh, could write music, <laughs> if I could play an instrument, I would write all my songs in my money spot. Correct. I wouldn't struggle. I would maybe give you a, I would alternate up in a live version just to show you I can. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But on the track, no, I'm not belting above a D. You're getting nice and easy. You're getting first show Saturday. Okay. Listen here. You're getting student matinee. And you're going to love it. You're going to get interpretation. You're going to get choices. I'm going to make you feel something. But what you're not going to get is nodes. (laughs) It's an R for me. Poor thing. But other than that, it was great. Ludacris was there. Lil John. Little Jonathan. I thought Jermaine Dupri was CeeLo. You and everybody else. They said I was like, CeeLo! Oh, oh, wait a minute. CeeLo got that Manjaro. I was like, what is the reverse of Ozempic? <laughs> Honey, I shrunk the CeeLo. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that Giselle said, Usher, I'm doing something on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, she he knew. Put your little album out a little earlier if you want anybody to listen to it. Because come Sunday, the world is mine. When I wake up? The world listen, is mine. Listen, first of all, it happened so frantically because I wasn't watching the game. I just saw tweets about a Beyonce commercial. I'm like, what the hell? What commercial? And then people started talking about music. I'm like, oh no, bitch. And I watched the commercial, which was cute as fuck. It was very I, cute. I have one note. All these years, I've been fighting people that the pronunciation of B-E-Y is still B. And this bitch gonna get on there and say Barbe. 
I could kill her. You're undoing so much work, Beyonce. I know. It's true. It's true. The Bay Hive. I come on. But she didn't say that though. She said Bar Bay. Yeah. Yeah, but I yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure, sure. And now that they're rerunning the ad, that part is cut. Thank God. I also love Beyonce I. Yes. Uh my favorite was Bodis. I'm running for Beyonce of the United States, bitch. <laughs> Bodis. Get the fuck up out of my house. And then she said, okay, drop the music. And I was like, Verizon? I don't have Verizon music. Is it on my Samsung? Can I find it here? Oh, my God. I don't have title. What are we going to do? And then somebody was like, no, bitch. She put it on YouTube. But it was only one song at first. And then it happened. And they were both on iTunes. And tell me what you think. Um, Yeah. 16 Chariots. Woo! I am a Texas Hold'em girl. Oh, Texas Hold'em is great, but you know, you know how I'm. Uh, I'm always a little bit sad. You like it a little, a little, a little maudlin. I like to be a little sad. Typically, and, too. This is the. This I feel like this is the first time where um, she sing an emotional song and the emotion come through. Because most of the time, I'd be like, yeah, 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 Beyonce. Let's let's skip skip to formation. I'm Don't do I care. Don't do I care, bitch. Oh, sure. There are there are exceptions to the rule, but like so, some of them, I, I, I could I could lose. Um, I feel you, but I think what she did during this tour with that first park and bark section, correct. she brought all that emotion to those songs. Correct. 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 Cause I've never felt anything about rather die young until I, until she was sweating it on my face. No, for me, it was, um, Oh God, keep talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but like, uh, Sandcastles was never. I was like, mm, I don't need. Oh, I loved I need Sandcastles. Now, love, now, love drought always. I'm always. not a love drought girl. See, see, what's what's good for the geese ain't always good. Oh, for it's, theater, but it's flaws and all. I never really loved flaws and all, but that live version with the motherfucking Lucini horns. Oh, sure. Tell you, Amorphous, he did that. He, I mean, the also the other flex of that concert is like using some of her other like hits as interpolations as and like transitions. That's yeah. such a massive flex to be like, you don't get this, you get 30 seconds of it. Like using sweet dreams in fucking alien soup. Like, yeah, I, she's self referential at this point. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so you're a Texas Hold'em girl. It ain't Texas. Come uh -huh, on. Hey. Uh -huh. <laughs> hey. I text my siblings like, did any one of y'all keep daddy's Stetson? <laughs> I might need that hoe. <laughs> yeah, everyone, I, everyone is going back. Uh, Wrangler Jeans is about to blow the fuck up. Blow up, honey, with the booty part cut out. Oh, really? We're not ready. We're not ready for a whole country album. I think 16 Carriages does give me more of a pop feel, but with this promo and everything, and baby, Giselle. You mean baby? Baby. Why you look so damn good, bitch? I mean, always. Somebody gonna say, can Jay-Z fight? No, but he has guns. Correct. And people I wouldn't who, try. But you know who can? Julius. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Immediately, yes. 
Uh, she's going, there's all this conversation happening. I don't want to participate in all that shit or whatever, but the lovely thing that has come out about it is people putting black country artists on the timeline for people to, you know, go get familiar with, because there's Mm -hmm. only a handful of them working professionally. So we can show them awesome love, but Rhiannon Giddens was like, yes, that is me on the banjo, the original black people banjo. That's us. I love it. I'm so excited. I was just saying to myself, I know people who hate this bitch are so happy that she went home and sat her ass down and is finna raise her children and then her ass goes and does this. Well, also, these albums were recorded years ago. Right. Yeah, Mama Tina was like, oh, I love this song. I heard this so many years ago. (laughs) Yeah, like the fact that it is the thing that does fuck with my self-esteem quite a great deal to just be like oh Beyonce I mean Beyonce has a staff of people that yes. accomplish all these things and I'm like oh I haven't accomplished jack shit today that's god untrue. damn that's so untrue I'm You're, playing motherfucking you three jobs I'm playing motherfucking connections and Beyonce got the visuals for five the next five albums got the scenic design Probably, probably cussing somebody out because they didn't get the right uh, the filter lens. for the camera, the yeah. right lens. <laughs> she said, y'all don't make a fisheye in this size. And she was looking it up on Google. She said, it's right here. Googleana said, it's right here. <laughs> I'm Botus. tired of having to repeat myself. Listen, you want a candidate we can agree upon? Botus. <laughs> Until my notes have been applied. Listen. I rewatched I rewatched uh uh Homecoming last night and I was it's just on my like list. it it first of all the shit got robbed for an Emmy. Baby. Second of all, how do you encounter that woman as an entertainer and not be filled with anything but the most like petrifying awe because to be that clear and that skilled and that like well-versed in every she was like oh no i'm not just performing and doing the arrangements i'm picking the lights i'm Mm -hmm. consulting on the costumes Mm -hmm. and i'm talking about the camera shots to be like i want the camera to look at me here because i know it's going to be on like the foresight to do all that is bananagrams eat your heart out bradley cooper (laughs) well that's my time And she basically changed the way that people view Coachella performances because now nobody is ever going to do that. Oh, yeah. It's it's been ruined forever. Just the... She she told you, I changed the game with a digital drop. Like, who else gets to fucking announce new music during a Super Bowl commercial? Baby. And told us the shit was coming on March 29th. Just out of nowhere, just titties and and, and a heart coochie and cover. And a heart coochie cover. Shout out to Prince. Shout out to Prince. And also, she trying to um sell this damn hair care line, Sacred. Is that how you say that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have been struggling. Secrets? <laughs> Maybe it is secrets. I I thought it was sacred. <laughs> I don't know what 
Somebody told me it was sacred. Yeah. I, I believe it. I, I felt very illiterate. This that's some like, and as two fellow Creoles, this is extra even for us. Extra. I was like, I don't got it, baby. I don't got it. (laughs) (laughs) I for sure thought that shit was secrets. I was like, okay, girl, whatever you say. I won't be getting any, but thank you so much. We all say we don't have any money, girl. Girl, we are poor. We are broke. Like she it's nothing got, left. She got a four-digit bag for me last year. That is crazy. <laughs> that lady does not need any of my fucking money. I have nothing. I'm I saw done. her in concert two times. I yeah. bought the Ivy Park. I, Beyonce, leave me alone. <laughs> I should call uh, put her on my taxes. <laughs> I need a motherfucking write off. I'm calling. I'm calling. Putting Rumi on the uh, on the damn de- dependence. Listen, yeah, I'm very excited. I I hope that uh, Act Three. I'm doing my little speculating. I hope it's a rap album. Well, so what I heard, and this is this tracks from two years ago, is that the third act is rock. That it's which like, would be re- wonderful. Which, which would be is, wonderful. You know, it's like about reclaiming three yeah. genres that black people started yeah. that you know like house country and rock like that yeah. would be it's brilliant wild it's masterful i love it so much and you know there's so much rock and offshoots of rock but the original rock that's chuck berry in them that's you know that's rosetta tharp yeah 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 so I- i'm down like i'm so down um uh anything else um, no, no, no. Okay. Hey, boo. Sure. I don't, I mean, like, fuck sports, um, but it's been a while since I talked about my favorite member of the Curry family. Uh-huh. Seth, Riley? Oh. Seth has been traded to Charlotte, and I think it is the most wholesome, adorable thing that his father calls the games. That is very cute. Um, so, hey, boo, to my favorite curry with my favorite Negro nose, the most finest <laughs> that's not named Sonia. Seth Correct. Curry. Correct. <laughs> hey, boo. Sonia is the finest. Baby, she's the blueprint. She's the moment. She's that girl. By, by far. Um, I, you know... It's just that time again that we're it's basketball. Oh, oh no. Oh. Um I just think it's that time again for college basketball and oh. she's always been the hey boo of all hey boos, but there was a, a news story a couple of weeks ago where her team was playing and the girl wig fell off. and uh one of her teammates uh helped put the girl wig back on so hey boo coach don staley the goat the motherfucking goat because uh apparently that lady who's related to venus uh changed her instagram bio athlete turned entrepreneur so she really um just told me to go told me to go fuck myself so i did see that 
that's okay. It's fine. It's fine. I'm okay. I'm not heartbroken. Yeah, I saw that. I felt for you. Um, but uh, yeah, Coach Don, hey boo, talk to yeah. me nice. Talk to me nice. <laughs> Lord Jesus, what is happening on Instagram, Twitter, or that? Um. Okay. To hellscape. It's an awful place. I think I'm gonna spend a lot less time there. Going forward, uh, it's just I can't sustain. I'm the, not feeling well. I got pain. Yeah, it's just a lot. Um, but someone posted a picture of Alfred Hitchcock dressed in drag for a magazine shoot. Excuse me. I'm gonna send it to you. I don't know that I want it. <laughs> And the person tweeted it. This is realness, FYI. Lord have mercy. Girl, what lace? Lord have mercy. <laughs> Mascara and chapstick, literally. This was my favorite. Dial M for mother. Get off my get off my <laughs> damn computer. So basically, Lady Bunny. Father God, who the are the glamour, you? the pearls. Hallow would be thy name. Alfred Hitchcock. Thy kingdom come. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Smith, honey. Thy will be done. Pervertigogo. Not <laughs> pervertigogo. Uh, Alfred Hitch. But what lace, though? What lace? Psy cunt, slay. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I mean, it is giving Marsha, Marsha, Marsha by the makeup. Um, they said he's giving Miss Havisham. <laughs> a woman, an elderly lady of the community, if you will. Oh, my God. She was feeling her girlhood for real. Oh, my God. Somebody said, I've seen this bitch at the club. And somebody responded, yes, the Montclair Society Women's Club. <laughs> Um, this a lot of these are in another language. I always thought Alfred Hitchcock would make a great drag name for a spooky bitch. Not Alfred Hitchcock, Jesus. She better work. Somebody said shade comes from reading. <laughs> you better don't. Alfred Hitch Alfred. Hitch cunt is so funny. It's really good. iconic. Uh, introducing Vera Tigo. <laughs> I thought this was Queen Elizabeth. Stop. This ain't Eleanor Roosevelt. Everybody go to jail. They said, don't show this to Cat Williams. <laughs> the wig is wigging. It really is. Like, truly, what lace? Damn, not Slayford Hitchcunt. Stop. Lace on Houdini. Okay. <laughs> also known as disappear. This is what a certain straight drag queen believes she gives. Ooh. Oh, Lord. That's going to upset someone. Um. <laughs> okay, this is 
is it. This is it. This is it. <laughs> Not a soul can clock. <laughs> Do you like that, Daddy? <laughs> Me well on Twitter. <laughs> Not a soap can clock. Ooh, not a soap can clock. Ooh, not a soap can clock. That's it. We're done. We'll be back next Thank God. Time. We'll see y'all next year. Um, Since Reginald is an international man of mystery, our good Judy Thomas has been sitting second seat um, for the wig cap for RuPaul's Drag Race this season. Yeah. Have you been watching the show? Um, No. Cause I know you ain't listening. Wow! Wow! Accusations! Not False accusations! Not a soul can clock. <laughs> accusations! You haven't seen it? Um, I have not. Um, I've been watching the pit stop. Okay. Um, and watching uh, what a call um. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Um, uh, tooted and booted. Oh, I don't uh photo finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fashion photo review. I don't watch any of that until we're done with our show because I don't want to be referencing other people's shit the entire time. Mm-hmm. No, I know. That's because I have it. I've been like, oh, I watched them like four days after the episode. Like yeah. I'm I'm just like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm really enjoying the season so far. I, I'm sad that my fave was the pork chop of the season, Hershey LaCour Jachet. Hershey, I I think Hershey's going to be an excellent All-Stars queen. I, I think that Hershey will just have a very good career, like touring, work the world and shit like that, too. Because that wig. She's my Mo Hart. Uh-huh. Sure. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. I really enjoy this. I enjoy so many of these queens. Actually, it's it's been a really fun season so far, and we have a the we were talking about this on the wig cap, but somebody on Twitter was like, "I am the the the, the franchise was dying for another Party City moment." Yes, which we have had. Yeah, them. Plain Jane really gave her unsolicited opinion on a mandatory meeting many times. Many times. Like, girl, no one asked you. Nobody continues to ask you. I don't know why you're talking. To me, I think it's giving, I'm a snappy old bra strap because I like you. Yeah, no, it's it's light bullying slash flirtation. Yeah, it, there's a lot of sexual tension. I think um, it's one way, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like mean rosé. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> you, thankfully, I know who that is. I can see her face. Yeah, no, that's me, Rosé. No, because I remember I had a moment. I was like, who the hell? And Rosé was one of my favorites from that season. Um, I love Safira. I like Same. you. Same. I Nymphia. love, uh, Nymph- my God, Nymphia. Yeah, she's incredible. Plasma, yeah. no. No, no. That child triggers. The living dog shit out of me. Baby. Every fiber of my being is triggered by that child. Yeah, yeah. The the I gotta go to my chiropractor just um, just because you just because you said her name three times. My, my neck got a crick in it. Um, Geneva, that was my girl. Why she look like me and quick quick drag? 
you know what? It's time for you to go. <laughs> it's time and, for you to go. And I'm kind of overdone too. I need something new besides them damn ears, baby girl. Yeah, I'm overdone. As a as a person, I think her drag is cute, but I I do need her to move on from those ears. We need something new. Which she did. Yeah. Uh, I think that um, RuPaul looked so good on the cover of that book. Uh-huh. Give me boy drag. Listen. I saw some drag kings. I went to a burlesque show, which I'll talk about later. It was wonderful. A very, like, uh, queer-affirming, body-positive, black-ass space. I felt so much love in that room. I had this awakening about my body, my sensuality, my sexuality. But the drag kings, I was oh, like, no, oh, right. I need to I need to go to more of these shows. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. You was getting your fix? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I am very gay. I am straight. See, not now when I be repeating your words back to yourself, I don't want to hear nothing. I did like the women too. I like women, 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 women. I when I be repeating you to yourself, I don't want to hear nothing. There's something very intriguing to me about the art of seduction. I'm not saying that ever in life what I think I would have the balls to get up on stage and take off my clothes. But my first thought was like, oh, I couldn't do this because I'm not a dancer. But then there were so many of the performers who weren't necessarily dancers. Mm -hmm. It's the it's the tease of it all. And I, I think it would be a thing like, you know, how women go to pole dancing class with no intention of performing outside of that space. I would love to do a burlesque workshop just to because I don't feel and I don't want y'all to write in and send me virtual hugs when I say this. I don't feel sexy in the traditional way. I know what is sexy about me, but I feel awkward in my body. Like, I don't think I'm a seductress. I can be, but it's not natural for me. So I would love for somebody to teach me how to be seductive in my body and not feel like I'm putting That you're like cosplaying somebody yeah, else. Yeah. That's real. Yeah, to like really amp up the things about me that are sensual and sexy and how to cuz I feel like I'm a sexy bitch in 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 my walking life if, if I'm being honest. Um but I also but, I, but sometimes I feel awkward just in my body. I'm having this gender exploration conversation with myself. You know, like when I had to have my hysterectomy, I went through some things of like, oh God, my womanhood. Da, da, da. And it was some shit that I really didn't believe to be true about myself. But the joke that I'm saying right now is I'm in my toxic top era right now. Lord have mercy. <laughs> and I, I want to explore that energy in a non sexual way. Have mercy baby i got a pair of tims not your baggy jeans and your sex appeal my thug appeal, okay my my sex appeal are you feeling my tims my baggy jeans and my sex appeal where is where is uh jc at doing commercials while we ignoring justin yeah uh-uh. i might listen to a little songs i ain't mad Anyway, that's it. We'll be back at some point. 
See y'all next year. Bye. Uh-uh. That is not how we end the show. Oh, what are we supposed to say? You're supposed to say, you can keep a bitch down. But not for long. Bye. Bye. Bye.